0: Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to de-center men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox. We are going to discuss how to love where you are in life. I am going to start this episode off with a snippet of one of my favorite speeches. It's a speech from Tracy Ellis Ross and she gave it for her Glamour magazine and it starts like this. I am trying to gather all this energy around me, step into it and match it with my realization that my life is mine. My I am the chooser, 45-year-old life is mine. So here I am sorting out what my life looks like when it's fully mine. It takes a certain bravery to do that. It means risking being misunderstood, perceived as alone and broken, having no one to focus on, fall into or hide behind, having to be my own support and having to stretch out and find family, love and connection outside of the traditional places. But I want to do it. I want to be the brave me the real me, the one whose life is my own. So the question begs to be asked, how do you own your life? You know, how do you accept it or even go so far as to find pleasure and joy in it? And I have a couple points that I think is going to take you there. So number one, anything you see in others you first saw in yourself, The only way you can recognize certain attributes is if you've seen them in yourself first. However, when you believe that something is wrong with you or you need to improve, you will always witness that trait in others and say to yourself, why don't I have that? I wish I could have that. But the truth is you do. You had to model that behavior first before you could even recognize it in others. So when you see that trait again, Remind yourself that you already have it and if you want more of it in your life, you can implement it, you can improve, you can put more of it in your life. But remember, that trait is already yours. Number two, you are great as you are now. You aren't a work in progress. You are a human being who is growing and evolving. For this stage in your life, you have the exact skills you need to survive and thrive. There is always room for more knowledge and you can gather that. But right now, you're fine. You're okay. You are a human being right now. (laughs) And you stretch and you get small and you build and you bring in more knowledge so that you can have the life that you envision. Number three, you can't hate yourself into self-acceptance. You can't. It's not a sustainable practice. And if you think about it, You talk shit about your life and who you are now up until you reach a point of success. Now, do you honestly believe that after all that brutality, once you achieve success, you'll be able to enjoy your goal or enjoy that moment and feel empowered? The answer is you probably won't because your brain doesn't work like that. It doesn't stop its pattern because you achieved a goal. It doesn't say, okay, well, she made it here. Let me stop being brutal to her. No, you need to do that prior to achieving a goal. Stop being brutal to yourself. You don't need that to inspire you to achieve a goal. Number four, you can like where you are and have goals you like to reach. So your current model is to hate where you are now and use that hate to inspire you to do better. Now, is that sustainable? Like, truly, is that really, truly sustainable? The answer is no. Does that sound logical? The answer is no. If that was an equation, would you get the result you want? So think of it like this. If you add self-hatred plus hard work, do you truly believe it will equal a fulfilled life? And the answer is no. But what you can do is accept you're okay now and build on that base. You can say, I like these part of my life and if I like to extend them, I will. Or if I like to add more color, more depth to my life, I will do that. The truth is you don't need self-criticism or self-hatred to love where you are and improve your life. You can actually abandon those things and still improve and be okay and be understanding and compassionate and actually enjoy your life. You can abandon those things. Now imagine that. Abandoning hatred and getting better results. Number five. No one will rescue you. I know this is a well-known fact, point, whatever. But I really want you guys to focus on this for a second. When I say rescue, I mean those dreams where you have a friend, a boyfriend, or a husband that enters in your life and exposes you to the life you really want is very unhelpful. They are unhelpful because instead of taking ownership of your life by doing things to bring the type of life you want or to just enhance where you are right now, you are waiting for someone to do the work for you. You are waiting to be rescued from your life. And that's unhelpful you gotta deal with your own life you have to deal with accepting it and asking yourself okay i love where i am right now but i do think that there's room to for growth what areas in my life can i do that number six stop creating reasons why you should wait to be happy for example, if you say I will be happy once I lose 10 pounds, you will do 10, two things. One, you will withhold your joy until you lose 10 pounds. And if you don't lose that 10 pounds, you'll force yourself to stay in a, in a cycle of unhappiness. Or number two, once you lose 10 pounds, you will create another goal to keep you away from it. OK, because that's the pattern that we discussed in the first point and you have to break it. Number seven, you could tap into your joy at any time. Goals don't bring happiness. Events don't bring happiness. How I know that to be true is because folks make a big fuss about their birthday all week or even month long. And when the day comes, they cry and are sad and angry. And they do so because they thought that the event would make them feel wonderful. They thought once they arrive at this event, I'm gonna feel special. But when they arrived at the dinner or the birthday party or whatever, it did no such thing. It didn't. The promise wasn't delivered. And the reason why it wasn't delivered is because the truth is you bring happiness, joy, peace, contentment everywhere you go. Now, an event can inspire those feelings, but you already have to have those feelings inside of you. You already have to be excited and joyful and ready. you got to bring those with you. And you let them flow. A gift can't control your emotions. However, you can have joy inside, and someone can present you with a gift and you allow it to flow out. So, if it is in you, what does that mean? That means at any moment you can access it. That means you could tap it. At this moment, I can tap into my joy because my iPhone, a gift, a new purse they don't have feelings and it cannot give me those feelings i can give myself those feelings i can like those things and be inspired by those but they can't give it to me my external world cannot give it to me i give it to the external world so that means you may be standing in your own way you may be prohibiting yourself from being happy you may be prohibiting yourself from letting these things these emotions flow let them flow Tap into your joy and let it flow because it all starts with you. Number eight, ask yourself, how do you want to feel in your next stage in life? Because if you don't course correct, what you do now shows up in the next stage. So if you verbally abuse yourself now under the guise of improvement, what do you think will show up in the next stage? The same fucking thing. The same fucking thing is going to to arrive in your next stage so ask yourself do you really want to keep hating yourself at every stage in your life do you want to withhold love and joy from yourself and sit in misery until you reach a certain level does that even make sense or do you want to have fun at every stage love yourself at every stage accept your life at every stage and then Learn the lessons and use those lessons to add more joy to your life because that's a better model. Caring for yourself and being gentle to yourself at every stage and then adding more like it's a recipe, that is the way to go. Finally, be gentle. Be gentle with yourself when you're implementing these rules, when you're talking to yourself, when you're living your life. Be gentle, I beg of you, because everything you ever loved and enjoyed has been cultivated with love and patience and the same skill must be applied to self-acceptance. So you cultivate it with love, you cultivate it with patience. And I'm sure when you look at your present moment, you are going to be grateful. You're going to be glad. You're going to be happy. You're going to be joyful because this life is your own. Now, I realize what I'm saying is easier said than done. But self-love and self-generated happiness has to operate like blood and blood in your body. If you're healthy, no matter what you do or where you are or who you're with, your blood still flows. And that's how self-love, self-acceptance, happiness, owning your life should be. No matter what you do, or where you are, or who you are with, or what you who you are in love with, love, acceptance, and happiness will still flow and uninterrupted at that. Now on that note, you take these lessons, you apply them, and you take care. Love, Charlie. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.